The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Many of Jesus' disciples who were listening said, The saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. While the flesh is of no avail, the words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the one who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave me? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I was out mowing the lawn and working in the garden on a hot day, and I then I came into the office and my secretary says, oh, I just left a pile of notes and messages on your desk. And I moaned. I went, ah, more work. So the secretary got up and left the room and one minute later she came back with a glass of water and handed it to me and said, drink it. So I drank it and I looked down at the first note and I said, oh, this is great. I said, the plumber finally got back to me. And she said, did you see that? You see that? Your mood changed. I knew it. You were dehydrated. And I said, you're right. My attitude did change. I said, you mean to tell me that I've been dehydrated all of these years? You know, experts tell us that we spend most of our life dehydrated. And the reason why is because when we are dehydrated, we don't always feel thirsty. And when we finally feel thirsty... We go grab a beer or a soda or a coffee, and that that makes it worse. And it's it's the same way with the spiritual life. See, in the spiritual life, we need to be fed. We need need constant nourishment in our our, our souls. And oftentimes, we go after the wrong thing when we feel like our soul needs something. We all know that Joshua took the place of Moses and led the people into the Promised Land. And you also notice that Moses and Joshua did pretty much the same thing. Both of them had split large bodies of water in two and led the people down dry shod. Both of them celebrated uh, Passovers on important days. Both of them gave the commandments of the Lord to the people. Both of them were victorious in, in, in uh, a lot of battles and wars. And both of them 
gave long speeches at the end of their lives. And that's what we're hearing today in the first reading. Joshua is giving us, we're hearing part of that long speech that he gave to the people before he died. (laughs) It's a great speech. We know that because of the reaction of the people. They were inspired. They had incentive. They had motive. They were supportive. They said, this is terrific. He says, well, you're right. We're going to be faithful to God. We're going to keep God's commandments. We're going to always be God's people. They were motivated to do great things. And they never did it. And, and you say to yourself, well, what happened? Why, why the failure? Why didn't they, they pursue the very thing that they wanted to do? And the reason is this, is you just can't hear the speech one time. You have to keep reading the transcript over and over again. You've got to keep always be inspired. You have to always have incentive. You have to always feed yourself with motivation. I know a kid who started dancing when he was five years old. Naturally, he was teased in school and bullied, and it was pretty brutal. But at the age of 18, nobody teased him anymore. There was no more bullying. Because at the age of 18, he's, he's now one of the most sought-after choreographers, instructors, and dancers in the field, in his industry. He now drives a brand-new Tesla, and he bought with his own money a two-story condo in very expensive L.A. Now, that success did not come easy, so we asked the question, how did you survive? How did you survive all the teasing and all the bullying that you got from school? How did you survive all of the stress that comes with the competitions that go with dancing? How did you you get through all the hard practices, the constant training that goes with it? How did you put up with the setbacks and the disappointments and discouraging times? You just said, I want to quit. How did you get through all that? Well, he'd be happy to answer and he has answered the question. He says, I had great mentors, <laughs> fantastic teachers. In other words, he was constantly fed with inspiration, constantly fed with incentive, with motivation, with support. And he fed on it. And we as Christians have a very important job. We've got to do the same thing. We have it. We have the inspiration. We got scripture. It's loaded with inspiration and incentive, motivation. The letters of St. Paul, the Gospels. We have sacraments. We have the sacraments to give us strength. We have the Holy Spirit. We also have a church. And the church that happens to be very inspiring people, very people who encourage, motivate. We have it. So I was walking down the street one day, and I looked up in the balcony of an apartment building, and I saw a potted plant. It was dead. It was totally dead. I couldn't even recognize what it was when it was alive. And ironically beside it was a watering can. So you know how it met its demise. (laughs) It didn't have to happen. It could have been avoided. And you say, we are a potted plant. And we have access all the time to the watering can. We always have that. We just have to use it. Someone once came to me and said, 
I, I don't feel like my life has any meaning anymore. It's just the same thing every day. I get up, I go to work, there's problems, and try to solve the problems, and try to avoid as many regrets as possible. It's just the same thing over and over again. Traffic, difficulties, worries, and frustrations. So I asked, I said, well, when was the last time you felt like your life had any purpose? And the person said, when I used to go to church, <laughs> and then I said, uh, I have no further questions. 